chapter 33 this chapter is about greatness of udi scorpion sting and plague cases cured jamner miracle narayan rao's sickness balabua sutar appa sahib kulkarni and hari bau karnik in the last chapter we described the greatness of the guru now in this we will describe the greatness of udi however both are interlinked the greatness of udi is due to spiritual grandeur of baba preliminary let us now bow before the great saints their merciful glances will destroy mountains of sins and do away with all the blemishes of our character their talk gives us good teachings and confers on us invaluable happiness their minds do not know any difference such as this is ours and that is yours such differentiation never arises in their minds their debts or obligations will never be repaid by us in this birth as well as in many future births udi it is a well known fact that baba took dakshina from all and out of the amount thus collected he spent on charity and purchased fuel this fuel he put in the duni the sacred fire which he kept ever burning the ash from this fire was called the udi and it was freely distributed to devotees at the time of their departure from shirdi what did baba teaches by this udi baba taught by this udi that all the visible phenomena in the universe are as transient as the ash our bodies composed of matter of the five elements will fall down after all their enjoyments are over and be reduced to ashes in order to remind the devotees of the fact that their bodies will be reduced to ashes baba distributed udi to them baba also taught by the udi that the brahma is the only reality and the universe is ephemeral and that no one in this world be he a son father or wife is really ours we come here in this world alone and we have to go from here alone it has been found that the udi cured many physical and mental maladies but baba wanted to repeat into the devotees ears the principles of discrimination between the unreal and the real he taught non attachment for the unreal by his udi and dakshina udi taught his discrimination and dakshina taught his non attachment unless we have these two things it is not possible for us to cross over the sea of mundane existence so baba asked for dakshina and while the devotees took leave he gave udi as prasad besmeared some of it on their foreheads and placed his boon conferring hand on them when baba was in a cheerful mood he used to sing merrily one such song was about udi the meaning of the song was o playful ram come come and bring with you sacks of udi 
Baba used to sing in very clear and tender tones. So besides the spiritual implication of Udi, it had also its material significance. It conferred health, prosperity, freedom from anxiety and many other worldly gains. So the Udi has helped us to gain both our ends, material as well as spiritual. We shall now begin with the stories about the Udi. Scorpion Sting Narayan Motiram Jani of Nasik was a devotee of Baba. He was serving under another devotee of Baba by name Ramchandra Vaman Modak. Once he went to Shirdi with his mother and saw Baba. Then Baba himself told her that her son should start independent business. Some days after this prophecy turned true, Narayan Jani left service and started a boarding house Anand Ashram which thrived well. Once a friend of this Narayan Rao was stung by a scorpion and the pain caused by it was severe and unbearable. Udi is most efficacious in such cases. It is to be applied on the point of pain. And so Narayan Rao searched for it but found none. Then he stood before Baba's picture and invoked Baba's aid, chanted Baba's name and taking out a pinch of the ashes of the jo stick burning in front of baba's picture and thinking it as baba's udi applied it on the seat of pain and the sting as soon as he moved his fingers the pain vanished and both the persons were moved and felt delighted bubonic plague case once a devotee in bandra came to know that his daughter who was staying in another place was down with bubonic plague he had no udi with him so he sent word to nana sahib chandurkar to send the same nana sahib got this message en route tana railway station when he was travelling with his wife to kalyan he had no udi with him then he therefore took up some dust from the road meditated upon sai baba invoked his aid and applied it to his wife's forehead the devotee was very glad to learn that his daughter who was suffering for 3 days began to improve from the very moment nana sahab invoked baba's aid near the tana railway station the jamnir miracle in the year 1904-05 nana sahab chandorkar was mamlatdar at jamnir in the kandesh district which is more than 100 miles from Shirdi his daughter Mainatai was pregnant and was due to deliver her case was very serious and she was suffering from labor pains for the last 2 or 3 days nana sahab tried all remedies but in vain he then remembered baba and invoked his aid there in shirdi one Ramgir Bua whom baba called Bapu Gir Bua was leaving for his native place in Kandesh baba called him and told him to stop at Jamnir on his way home and give the udi and aarati to nana sahib Ramgir Bua said that he had only 2 rupees with him and this amount was barely sufficient for the railway fare up to Galgon and it was not possible for him to go from Galgon to Jamnir a distance of about 30 miles 
Baba assured him that he need not care as everything would be provided for. Then Baba asked Shama to write a well-known aarti composed by Madhav Atkar and gave a copy of it with Udi to Ramgir Bua to be delivered to Nana Sahib. Then relying on Baba's words, Ramgir Bua left Shirdi and reached Jalgaon at about 2:45 a.m. He had only 2 hours left with him and he was in a plight. To his great relief, he heard somebody calling out, "Who is Ramgir Bua of Shirdi?" He went to him and told him that he was Vapugir Bua. Then the person professing to be sent by Nana Sahib took him to an excellent tonga with a good pair of horses they both drove in it the tonga ran fast and early in the morning they came to a brooklet the man took the horses for watering them and he asked ramgir bua to partake of some eatables on seeing the beard mustache and the livery of that person ramgir bua suspected him to be a muslim and was unwilling to take any refreshments from him but he satisfied ramgir bua by saying that he was a hindu a kshatriya of garhwal and that nana sahib has sent these refreshments and there should be no difficulty in its acceptance then both of them took the refreshments and started again they reached jamner at dawn ramgir bua alighted to attend a call of nature and returned within few minutes but found that there was no tonga and no driver he was dumbfounded then he went to the neighboring kachari and on making inquiries learned that the mamlatdar was at home he went to nana sahib's house and gave to nana sahib baba's udi and aarti at this time mainitai's case was in the most serious condition and all were in deep anxiety about her nana sahib called out his wife and asked her to give the udi mixed with water to their daughter to drink he thought that baba's help was most opportune in a few minutes came the news that the delivery was safe and that the crisis had passed away ram rambi bua thanked nana sahib for the pune tonga and the refreshments the latter was greatly surprised as he had sent none to the station and was not aware of any person coming from shirdi mr b v dev of tana retired mamlatdar made inquiries about this matter with baparav chandorkar son of nana sahib and ramgir bua of shirdi and after satisfying himself wrote an elaborate article partly prose and partly poetry in shailila magazine volume 13 by b v narshimaswami There are also references made by Mainai Thai in page number 14, Bapu Sahib Chandorkar, page number 15, and Ramgir Bua, page number 83. The following is quoted from Ramgir Bua's statement. One day, Baba called me to him and gave me a packet of Udi and a copy of Baba's Aarti. I had to go to Kandesh at that time. Baba directed me to go to Jamner and told me to deliver the aarti and udi to Nana Sahib Chandorkar at Jamner. I said to Baba, 
that all I had was rupees two, and asked him how they could take me by train from Kopargan to Galgon and next from Galgon to Jamnir. Baba said, "God will give." That was a Friday, and I started at once. I reached Manmad at 7:30 p.m. and Galgon at 2:45 a.m. At that time, plague regulations were in force, and I had much trouble. I was to discover what I should do to get to Jamnir. At about 3 a.m., a peon in boots, turban, and equipped with other details of good dress, came to me and took me to a tonga and drove me on. On the way at Baghur, I took refreshments. We reached Jamnir early in the morning, and by the time I attended Call of Nature, the tonga and its driver had disappeared. Narayan Rao, Bhakt Narayan Rao, father's name and surname was not given. Had the good fortune to see Baba twice during the latter's lifetime. Three years after the passing away of Baba in 1918, he wanted to come to Shirdi but could not. Within a year of Baba's Mahasamadhi, he fell sick and suffered much. All possible remedies gave him no relief. so he meditated on baba day and night one night he had a vision baba came through a cellar comforted him saying do not be anxious you will be improving from tomorrow and within a week you will be on your legs narayan rao got perfectly well within the time indicated in the vision now the point for consideration is this was baba living because he had the body or was he dead because he left it no baba is ever alive for he transcends both life and death he who loved him wholeheartedly gets response from him at any time and at any place he is always by our side and will take any form appear before the devout bhakta and satisfy him appa sahib kulkarni In 1917 Appa Saheb Kulkarni was transferred to Thana and began to worship Baba's picture presented to him by Bala Saheb Bate In real earnest he did the worship He offered flowers sandal paste and naivedya daily to Baba in the picture and longed intently to see him In this connection it may be remarked that seeing Baba's picture earnestly is equivalent to seeing him in person The following story illustrates this statement. Balabua Sutar. A saint of Mumbai named Balabua Sutar, who on account of his piety, devotion and style was called Modern Tukaram. He came to Shirdi for the first time in 1917. When he bowed before Baba, the latter said, "I have known this man for 4 years." Balabua wondered and thought how could that be as that was the first trip to Shirdi but thinking about it seriously he recollected that he had prostrated himself 4 years ago before baba's portrait in mumbai and was convinced about the significance of baba's words he said to himself how omniscient and all pervading are the saints and how kind are they to their devotees I merely bowed to his photo but this fact was noticed by Baba 
and in due time he made me realize that seeing his photo is equivalent to seeing him in person now we return to appa sahib's story while he was in tana he had to go on tour to bivandi and was expected to return after a week in his absence the following wonderful thing took place on the third day at noon a faqi turned up at appa sahib's house his features resembled exactly those of baba's photo mrs kulkarni and the children all asked him whether he was sai baba of shirdi he said no but that he was an obedient servant of his and came there at his order to enquire about the well-being of the family then he asked for dakshina the lady gave him a rupee he gave her a small packet of udi and asked her to keep this in the shrine then he left the house and went away now here the wonderful leela of sai appa sahib could not proceed with his tour as his horse fell sick at bivandi he returned home that afternoon and learned from his wife about the faqee's visit he got very restless as he did not have the darshan of the faqeer moreover he did not like that only 1 rupee was paid to him as dakshina he said that had he been present he would have paid not less than 10 rupees then he immediately started in quest of the faqeer and searched for him in the masjid and other places without taking any food his search was in vain he then returned home and took his food the readers may remember baba's dictum in chapter 32 that god's quest should not be made on an empty belly then after meals he went out for a walk with a friend mr chitre after going some distance they saw a man approaching them rapidly appa sahib thought that he must be the fakir that came to his house at noon as his features tallied with those of baba in the photo the fakir immediately put forth his hand and asked for dakshina appa sahib gave him a rupee he demanded again and again and so appa sahib gave him two more still he was not satisfied then he borrowed rupees 3 from mr chitre and gave them to him he wanted still more appa sahib asked him to accompany him to him home then they all returned home and appa sahib gave him 3 rupees in all nine he looked unsatisfied and demanded again then appa sahib told him that he had a currency note of rupees 10 the fakir asked for the same took it and returned the 9 rupees and went away appa sahib had earlier said that he would pay 10 rupees and that sum was taken from him and 9 rupees consecrated by baba's touch were returned to him the figure 9 is significant it denotes the nine types of devotion it may also be noted here that baba gave nine coins to one lakshmi bai shinde at his last moment appa sahib examined the udi packet and found that it contained some flower leaves and akshata then sometime afterwards he got a hair from baba when he saw him at chirdi he put the udi packet and the hair in a tabis and wore it always on his arm appa sahib realized the power of the udi though he was very efficient he got rupees 40 as pay in the beginning but after he secured baba's photo and his udi 
he got many times more and also got much power and influence and along with these temporal benefits his spiritual progress was also rapid so those who are fortunate enough to get baba's udi should after bath apply it on the forehead and take some of it mixed with water as holy teeth haribau karnik in 1917 haribau karnik of tanau thani district came to shiradi on the guru purnima day and worship baba with all formalities he offered clothes and dakshina and after taking baba's leave got down the steps of the masjid then he thought that he should offer one more rupee to baba and was just turning to climb up again when shama signaled him by gesture that as he had got baba's leave he should go and not return so he started for home on his way he went into the temple of kala ram at nasik for darshan the saint narsing maharaj who used to sit inside the temple came to haribau caught him by his wrist and said give me my one rupee karnik was surprised he paid the rupee most willingly and thought that sai baba recovered the rupee which he intended in his mind to give through saint narsing maharaj this story illustrates the fact that all saints are one and illustrates how they work in unison bow to shri sai peace be to all